You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 43. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. And today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, I'm very glad you did. Welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about why you need to feel all your feelings. As I said previously in other podcasts, I do get the most beautiful letters from many of you every week. And a couple of people have started writing and asking me if I would cover their subjects in future podcasts. And I wanted to let them know, and all of you know, of course, that yes, I would love to do that. I'll let you know when you write me what your subject is for sure, whether I'll cover it. But for example, here are two that are going to be coming up in future podcasts in the next few weeks. One is a listener who wrote in about her challenge which is that it's hard for her to feel and to notice and to differentiate when she is hungry. And because she has struggled for so many years and she has not listened to her physical hunger, she worries that something might be kind of broken and can it ever work again? Will she ever really be able to tell if she's genuinely physically hungry? And then on the other end of the spectrum, how to tell if she's genuinely physically satisfied. So we're going to cover that in one of the next upcoming podcasts. And somebody else also wrote to me and asked me whether I would do a little research and investigate to see whether there truly is a connection between the possibility of past abuse in your life, maybe when you were a child, and developing eating issues as an adult. So those are two of the things that we are going to look into that are coming up down the road. So if you have any questions that you are very curious about or have something that you just can't seem to get over to get a solution for, please write to me and my email is in the show notes and I will be happy to tell you whether I can make that the subject of a future podcast. So here are the things I'm going to cover with you today in your session. I'm going to talk to you so you can get very, very clear about what a feeling is, what a feeling or an emotion is. And we're going to talk about why you might avoid your negative emotions. You know, if you do, we're going to talk about the difference between pain that we all need to feel as human beings and pain that is not necessary, but somehow we have learned to create it. And I'm sure when I talk about examples, you'll be able to relate to them. I'm also going to teach you, and we're going to discuss what it looks like and sounds like when you are doing something to avoid feeling a feeling. And in particular, if you're listening to this podcast you know that most of the listeners who are emotional eaters, the thing that they do when they get an uncomfortable feeling is to eat until it passes or until their attention is focused now on their overeating. 
We're also going to talk about why you must experience the clean pain of life, why it's necessary, and what happens when you avoid your negative emotions. And then we're going to cover what happens when you allow yourself to feel everything, and that's our goal, and how to do it. So stay tuned for your session as we dive right in and talk about why you actually really need to feel all those feelings and emotions instead of eating. So here's the story. Something happens in the world, there's a situation or a circumstance in the world, and if you're human, and you are, you're going to have a thought about it. If it enters your life, you're going to think about what's happening. Well, that thought that you have, and there are thousands of different thoughts you could have about the same situation, but the thought that you have is what creates your feelings, your emotions. We're going to use them interchangeably, by the way, feelings and emotions. The important thing about the feeling, aside from how you experience it, is that your feelings lead you to the actions that you take or the actions that you don't take. So feelings are pretty important. And if we want to make changes, the place where we want to make them is between the feeling and the action you take. So we're going to look into that more and more in future sessions. But right now it's enough to know that something happens, you have a thought about it, that thought creates a vibration in your body. And think of the vibrations as a dial, like a dial on a radio that is maybe now a lever, but picture a round dial where the volume goes from low, turn it all the way to the right, and then from all the way to the left would be high. Well, your emotions are just like that volume. They could be extremely high, high vibration, like excitement or feeling frantic or feeling terror. Those could be extremely high. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you could experience the vibrations in your body as extremely low. And it could be low, peaceful, but all the way at the low end spectrum could be depression. And I want to remind you that if you do feel a very strong, low vibration of depression, and it doesn't pass, and you can't seem to get rid of it, please remember that that is when you should seek professional help. Because it might be hard to come out of it because your vibration is so low, you don't have the energy to take the steps to look at your thoughts or take different actions. Think about your feelings, what they are. If you have a thought of, wow, I did really well at work, then you might feel something like pride. And what you might do when you feel pride is, or proud, is you might tell people about it. You might tell some close friends or family because you feel so good. Your thought always leads you to the feeling, which always leads you to something that you do or don't do. Let's take a look at why you avoid your negative emotions. I mean, why not just feel them? Why not just be sad when sad feelings come up? Why do so many of us run away by grabbing some cookies so that we don't have to feel sad? A lot of it comes from our childhood. We are conditioned 
to protect ourselves. And when we're very young and we're dependent, we are conditioned to want someone to take care of us. And if we are taught at a young age that when we feel bad, we should have candy or ice cream, then that's what we're going to do for ourselves when we grow up. So when we feel something that we're conditioned to think is uncomfortable, like fear, discomfort, uncertainty, then we run away from those negative feelings. And you might run away in different ways than your friends or your neighbors. You might eat, you might smoke when you're feeling tension. You might have a drink if you're feeling socially awkward or anxious. You might um, go do things that are not taking you towards what you're trying to accomplish because if you're feeling uncomfortable and insecure about what you're going to do. And so the action that you take is you procrastinate. So there's a lot of different reasons that you might avoid your negative emotions, but the big overall umbrella is they're uncomfortable. And for whatever reasons, you have not been trained to be able to sit with discomfort. You possibly have been trained to believe that you can't handle discomfort, which is absolutely not true. But if that's the way you have grown up and that's what you've been taught, then whenever you have an uncomfortable feeling, it's not going to feel good and you're going to want to get away from it. There's a difference between uncomfortable feelings that we need to feel in life and then there's uncomfortable feelings that we create by our thoughts. So let's say that something seriously negative happens in your life. You have a loss. There's a person that you were close to who's gone from your life, whether it's the end of a relationship or death, or you've had a major life change. This is known as clean pain. It's pain that we are meant to feel as humans in the world. We're not meant to run away from it. And in fact, we're equipped to handle it. But there's other pain and that is created pain. And what I mean by that is something happens in the world, any situation, and you spin it in such a negative way that you make the situation appear worse to you and you create the feelings of fear and worry and anxiety and negative, negative feelings. This is an old saying, and I don't really know who to attribute it to. It's from the psychology world. But what it says is, pain is a part of life, but suffering is optional. So know that some of your pain is real. You should feel sad if somebody is not well or dying or sick or, you know, or leaving your life. We're meant to feel pain, but we're not meant to feel pain over things that are not huge and life-changing and things that we can handle, but we're afraid of. We have no experience. So think about what it looks like and sounds like when you do something to avoid pain. You know, let's say that a painful emotion that is when, let's say you have a deadline, a deadline is just a neutral fact. But if you tell yourself, oh my gosh, I'm never going to make this. I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose my job. I'm terrible. I can, I can't keep up. All those thoughts jumbled together lead you to feel a very negative feeling. 
And if you are an emotional eater, you want to get away from that negative feeling as soon as possible. So what do you do? You do whatever you've practiced. And if you're listening to me right now, most likely you go to eat something because it takes you away from the pain. Temporarily, of course, but it lessens the pain because it distracts you. It takes you away. Why am I saying that you have to experience the clean pain of life? Is that really true? I believe it is. I believe that part of your human experience is to allow things to come through you, things to pass through you. Just as your thoughts come into your mind and whether you act on them or not, if you just allow them, they will pass through you. So will the feelings that your thoughts create. Feelings don't stay because thoughts don't stay. Thoughts change. One of the reasons that you must experience the clean pain of life is that you can't feel the really highs, the positive feelings, if you avoid the negative. If you are dulling out your feelings by escaping with food, then you can't selectively dull out the negative feelings. You are also inadvertently dulling out the positive feelings. And I know that you don't want to do that. You know you don't want to do that. You were designed to experience highs and lows of life. You're designed to be able to handle all of them. It's just that at some point you were taught that it's better to not feel that we have to get away we have to escape. And that's really how emotional eating is born. Now, let's say that you've become really, really good at eating whenever a negative emotion comes up. So you've avoided for years really facing and looking in the eye negative feelings. You've avoided them. That's your habit. What happens if you do that is that you become stuck and you never will grow. You never will learn how to experience them, how to get through them. So you reinforce the habit of always avoiding them, and you never learn how to cope. The thing is that when you avoid your negative emotions and you distract yourself with food, your life stays small, and you disconnect from yourself. You disconnect because you're not allowing your whole experience. If eating or smoking or drinking or procrastinating or any means of distracting yourself from a feeling is done again, 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 that becomes your habit. And that habit becomes reinforced and it can be connected to anything that you practice. So if you run to food When you feel any kind of an emotional distress, you have created that habit and then you're reinforcing the habit. So what would happen if you allowed yourself to feel everything, everything, no matter how afraid you were, you would be free. You would be connected to yourself, the good and the bad and the ugly and the wonderful part of life. And you would become a master at living your life, at taking care of your emotional life. You'd have no fear. There would be no extra eating from running away. You would feel proud of yourself. It's an accomplishment to allow yourself to feel your feelings. 
it feels really good. And if you're feeling your feelings and you're not eating emotionally, what will happen then is that it will be so much easier to eat from hunger. And that's your goal. It will normalize your eating so you eat when your body is physically hungry, not when you're trying to dull an emotion. Now, how do you do this? (laughs) Okay, I want you to purposely look for feelings that are trying to come up in you that you've tried to drown out and welcome them. Welcome all the emotions. You can do them. Walk towards them instead of run away from them. It's the opposite thing that you usually do. And identify them, name them, call them what they are. And look at it as an opportunity. I'm going to do fear. I'm going to feel anger. I'm going to feel sadness. I'm going to feel loneliness. Because when you do, those emotions will pass through you. You won't have to run away from them and add extra weight to your body that you don't need. You won't have to distract yourself with activities that may not be healthy for you. You will feel these feelings and they will pass through you. I want you to know also that you can clean up your feelings by looking at your thoughts that are creating them. You can also let them pass and you can also decide how you want to feel. How do you want to feel today? What will it take? What thoughts will it take for you to feel that feeling? And say out loud to yourself, I'm feeling blank because I'm thinking blank. Make sure you know that those things are connected. Emotional eating is a big subject. You know that. I know that. We're going to come back to this. So for now, what I want you to focus on is for one day, just one day, I'd love for you to check in with yourself each hour. Set your phone, set your computer, set a clock, set a timer, just check in and ask one simple question. What am I feeling right now? I'm not talking about a physical sensation like I'm cold, I'm tired, I'm hungry, although you do want to take care of yourself if you are, but more of what is my emotion? What is the emotion I'm feeling right now? And sit with it for a few minutes until at least you are able to describe it. I want you to be able to know what you're feeling and describe it for one day. If you are an emotional eater and you're listening to this right now, I have a group that you may very well be interested in. It's called the Freedom Group, Weight Loss Made Real, the Freedom Group, and it is strictly for emotional eaters. And if you look in the show notes, you will get information on what it is and how it works, but it is emotional eating support with step-by-step teaching, step-by-step skills to get you out of this habit very, very reasonable way to work with me and have calls with me as part of a group, very confidential. So take a look in the show notes. If it appeals to you, great. And if you just want to be a listener, that's wonderful too. I am happy to have you here. So I hope to see you back next week where we'll continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do. That's your ultimate goal. For now, this is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.